Koppel, host of the Time for Coffee podcast, where you get firsthand career advice into the jobs and industries that interest you the most. And before we start today's show, I have a quick favor to ask you. If you haven't already, I'd be incredibly grateful if you give us a rating and a review on iTunes. And if you're like me, you need to do it now because you'll forget later and because it's the best way to help others who may be in search of career advice to find this free resource. So press pause if you haven't done it and do it right now. I'll wait. Thanks so much and enjoy today's show. Hey there, Java junkies. Welcome to another K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. By the way, K-Cups come in three sizes, single, double, and triple shots, or roughly one minute, five minutes, or ten minutes in length. So if you don't have time to throw back an entire caffeinated career conversation, these K-Cup mini-episodes of T4C can give you a quick caffeinated fix, whether you're on the go or you only have a few minutes to binge. So grab your mug and take a chug, because it's time for a caffeinated career double-shot K-Cup with my guest, Toya Fick. I try to ask all of my guests, if they would share a time in their professional life when they struggled, it certainly sounds like you've had one amazing experience after another. But as someone who has a few more miles on her odometer than you do, I now know that we all have ups and downs. And I want our young listeners to know that they may too have really tough times. And that doesn't mean when they face plant that somehow or another, they're never going to be able to succeed again. No, it's just part of the process. It's part of what happens. Sometimes we have a coronavirus that affects all of us at the same time, but more often we are going through private struggles. So what was your experience, a time when you may have hit a roadblock or face planted? And how did you persevere, Toya? And was there a lesson that you may have learned in the process? Yeah, that's a great question. Believe it or not, I almost quit working for the senator because I felt like a complete fish out of water. It was not, as I said before, not a space I was accustomed to navigating. Office politics was not my thing politics in general. I'd never really worked in politics. That was a very different thing. And it's it's one thing to write a term paper or write a thesis and get an A. It's another thing to write talking points under pressure and get an A on that. Right. And so just feeling like I didn't really have much to contribute, feel like I didn't know what I was doing. And that was that was really hard for someone who has thought, oh, if I just work really hard, it'll all work out. And really sort of understanding how to do the work, not just doing the work, right? So one thing I learned in that process was I just remember thinking about the spaces that no one really owned. I felt like I needed to own something and be good at it to be good at this job. And when you work for someone like Hillary Clinton, everyone's coming your way to ask her to help solve problems. And I just continued to raise my hand on things that I would bring a unique perspective on. So for example, I remember having a conversation with colleagues and someone was trying to figure out like what to do about this food stamp issue that was coming down from New York from constituents. And I go, Oh, I've been on food stamps. I 
I may know something about that, right? And just trying to carve out a space where I felt that I could be successful, translated to the work that I had to do in education and in housing and other spaces that I was helping to be responsible for in terms of the senator's agenda. So yeah, just finding little victories was important, especially when it feels like you don't know what you're doing in the in the big picture and the grand scheme of things and really just sticking with it. I was going to quit within the first year and holy cow, like how different would my life have been if I hadn't stayed and figured it out and then using resources of folks who are there to help you. I mean, I, I have some incredible mentors from that time in my life because I just asked for help. I was struggling and I needed help and I was not afraid to ask because we all, we all get there. We all have those times and uh, just really working through that with people who love and trust me was really important. How did you find the courage to ask for help? Well, it was either ask for help or maybe screw up so bad that they asked me to leave, right? So it was just like, okay, what's what's worse, being fired or asking for help? I'm just going to go ask. And people like being helpful, which I didn't know. I thought people just didn't like to be bothered. And so taking someone out to coffee who worked in a different office who was from my view, successful at what they do, which was similar to what I was supposed to be doing, was one way to just say, hey, how did you navigate this? How did you learn how to do that? And people tend to be generous with their time and sharing what they know. And so, yeah, just sometimes when you don't have a choice, that's the choice you have to make, right? I had to work and pay bills. And so being fired was not an option. So it was either figure it out or be in a lot of trouble. <laughs> yeah, well, you clearly have much more courage than I did when I was your age because I was too insecure to admit I didn't know what I was doing. And I was afraid that if I had taken somebody out for coffee, which didn't even occur to me, Toya, to say, hey, do you have any advice for me that they would laugh at me or then, you know, the big reveal mm-hmm. that that I was green would somehow become an open. Yeah. Open secret. Piece of, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And the truth was, it was an open secret. Of course, everybody knew I was green. Of course, they knew all of those things. But I felt more like you had to fake it till you make it. Right. And I thought that for a while, too. But I, I think I was so bad in the first year or so that it, there was no faking it. It was, it was clear to some of my colleagues that I was not. I had no idea what I was doing. And so, yeah, the choices were asked for help or be asked to leave. And I had to figure it out. Well, power to you. Oh, my gosh. Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to this latest episode of T4C. And if you're interested in learning more about my coaching services for confused college students and recent grads, feel free to check out the Time for Coffee website under the coaching tab at time, the number four, coffee.org or text me at 202-236-5712. That's 202-236-5712. Thank you.